Republicans on the Judiciary Committee release a 1,000-page roadmap detailing allegations of political bias in the FBI and Department of Justice under President Biden. It's just a preview of what a GOP-controlled majority may uncover from the administration after the midterms. Ranking member of the Judiciary Committee, Congressman Jim Jordan, joins us now. So you just released this report. I think the number one question that Americans have about the FBI is not just investigations, but real accountability for what has been happening, yeah. not just recently, but uh, over the past right. really five years. Yeah, look, our job is to get the facts to the American people. We've released this report today, which just shows how bad things have gotten at the FBI and the DOJ. It's, it's all driven by politics now over there. And that is, I mean, that's, look, we live in the greatest country ever, but America is not America. If you have a Justice Department that treats people differently under the law, it's supposed to be equal treatment under the law. That's not happening. And we know it's not happening because 14 brave FBI agents came to us as whistleblowers and told us what exactly is going on here. Um, started with the school board issue, but it's also this, in, this juice in the numbers on domestic violent extremism cases. And then, of course, just the politics that are rampant. They're actually purging now. We've had a whistleblower tell us they're getting rid of conservative Republican type uh, FBI agents. So that's the problem. Our job is to get the facts to the people. And then let's hope at some point we have a Justice Department that actually holds people right. accountable for the wrongdoing. And just watch the Justice Department. So that's what the uh, that's what the Republicans are bringing to the table. If they win elections, I don't know if that's a, such a great idea. I mean, isn't that kind of like tipping your hand? providing a lot of incentive for the FBI to make sure that the elections go their way in four days. But what else are you supposed to do? You got to tell the voters what they're voting for. And that was Jim Jordan on Fox News this morning. Telling the voters that they're going to go after the FBI. And I have this article from Just the News. Headline, Republicans' chief House investigator vows to take on bureaucracy, starting with vaccine royalties. The congressman who would lead the most powerful investigative committee in the House if Republicans win the midterms is sending an unmistakable advance warning to the permanent federal bureaucracy. It's time to, quote, get rid of some of these useless bureaucrats who are just a drain on the American taxpayer. Rep. James Comer of Kentucky, the ranking Republican on the House Oversight Committee, told Just the News on Thursday evening his top three investigative priorities included biting family corruption, the insecure southern border, and the origins and handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Comer said the latter category will include a deep review of the practices of the National Institute of Health including the large salaries, significant autonomy, and royalties for taxpayer-funded drugs and vaccines they have collected over the last two decades. And I don't know how I feel about that. If you're a government employee and your government is paying for drug treatments or vaccines, should you be allowed to enrich yourself off of royalties for patents on those drugs? That's a tough question. See, we don't want to disincentivize 
the, either the development of good drugs or the employment of good doctors and scientists by the government. I mean, don't we want the best people? I don't know. Maybe we just want female women of color. But the same thing is taking place on the other side of the aisle with uh, price fixing. That's going to also disincentivize pharmaceutical companies from developing new drugs. And as a matter of fact, they're also doing it to oil companies. And just basic business will tell you that an increase in government regulations just equates to an increase in the price for the consumer. Because for a business, if the price of your supply increases, you just raise the price of your product. You pass it right along to the consumer. The same thing with tax increases and any other kind of increased cost. You just pass it right along to the consumer with few exceptions. Of course, if the price of your product rises too high, people will stop paying for it. And if your job doesn't pay well enough, you will stop doing it. So it's it, it's maybe a little bit risky, maybe a little bit inadvisable to start taking money out of people's pockets. But I guess vaccine developers are a small percentage of the population. I don't have to worry about getting all their votes. I think there are better things to be spending your time on. So it seems to me that the Republicans are running on accountability. I hear a lot of political pundits say, what are the, what are the Republicans running on? They're not doing anything. They're just running on the Democrats are bad. Well, we know now they're running on accountability for the FBI, accountability for pharmaceutical companies. And what are the Democrats running on? Well, really, nothing new. I looked up Katie Hobbs, gubernatorial candidate for Arizona, running against firebrand Carrie Lake. And she's running on give, uh, giveaways, tax cuts for corporations to bring them to Arizona, abortion, of course, and then she's got four lines on energy cost with no plan. Kathy Hochul, current governor, incumbent governor of New York, Democrat, also giveaways, gun regulations, free tuition for prisoners. Oh, yes. If you go to prison in New York, They'll pay for you to go to college. Is that disincentivizing criminals? And also abortion. Doug Mastriano, on the other hand, the Republican candidate for governor. His plan, not only his plan, but his website, way, way better than than the Democrats. Katie Hobbs and Kathy Hochul both have nearly identical websites. Kind of interesting. I'm sure I could develop a conspiracy there. (laughs) The Mastriano plan, personal freedom, no vaccine mandates, no mask mandates, accountability for the CDC and the Biden administration, election integrity, second amendment integrity, 
the right to life, safe and secure communities, immigration, parental rights with school curriculum and critical race theory, school safety, school choice, energy production, lower taxes. And then Ron DeSantis. More of the same. Putting kids first. Keeping the economy strong. The communities safe. Protecting the environment. Not just throwing money at the problem. That's what this whole... Remember the Inflation Reduction Act? Well, it turns out it's not so much of a Inflation Reduction Act. They just lied to you about it to get your support. It's all about giving your tax money away to corporations to invest in solar power and electric vehicles. So they're giving away your tax money to corporations so that they can make solar panels and electric vehicles to sell back to you Using your own hard-earned money. And it's really not much different than what Obama did. With his massive spending bill to do the same thing. Bring us out of recession and incentivize you to buy solar panels and electric vehicles. You, you bought that electric vehicle yet? No? Well, why not? Don't you know it's good for the environment? Don't you know gas is $6 a gallon? Let's do some math. So if you bought an electric car, and I just have Tesla, I, well, I have, uh, I have Tesla and Rivian open here. Current stock on Tesla inventory if you live in Oregon, a new Tesla will run you 84000 And you can get down to 70000 I'm just scrolling here. Between seventy and 80000 for a new Tesla. Rivian. Maybe you want a Rivian truck or an SUV. The Rivian SUV... Starts at 78,000 and the truck starts at 73,000. So, ballpark 80 grand. Now, let's say you spend a hundred bucks a week on, on your gas, it will take you 15 years to recoup the cost of buying one of these electric vehicles. I would argue the two most popular. Unless you're looking for, uh, you know, an EV offering from Ford or Hyundai. What's what's the the Hyundai EV is like? Uh, it's called the Sonic or something like that. I'm not sure how much that one is. Let's see what we can learn from reading. Uh, so it looks like you can get some electric vehicles from uh, the more popular auto manufacturers for about half the price. Don't ask me about the quality. 
So then you'd be looking at what, seven years, seven and a half years to recoup your cost on that investment. And that doesn't include the charging infrastructure that you need to install in your house to be able to charge quickly enough to use your car the next day. I mean, the, the cheaper electric vehicles only have about a hundred range of about a hundred miles. And this is why I get so pissed off because we're not investing in companies to do better. We're not investing in, in, in companies to create better tech. We're investing in companies to just make electric vehicles. So if that's the charge, what do you think a company is going to do with that money? Hey, we got a billion dollars from the Biden administration to make electric vehicles. So are they going to invest 900 million in the invest in the the creation of of electric vehicles? Or they or are they going to do the bare minimum and release the shittiest product possible? In order to allow them to put most of that money in their own pockets. Well, what do you think? I mean, imagine where we would be. If we invested in real green technology like solid state batteries. Or actual green powering energy infrastructure. All we're doing with this 369 billion energy uh, <laughs> inflation reduction act. Let's just read from this CNBC article. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Joe Manchin <clears throat> on Wednesday unveiled a long uh, unveiled a long-anticipated reconciliation package that would invest hundreds of billions of dollars to combat climate change and advance clean energy programs, and they called it the Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, am I a schmuck? Are you a schmuck? We're going to vote for these people in four days? They told us this was the act that was going to fix in inflation. Bring the cost of your groceries down and, and the price of fuel. This Inflation Reduction Act gives $10 billion to manufacturing clean energy products. $10 billion investment tax credit to manufacturing facilities for things like electric vehicles, wind turbines, and solar panels. And $30 billion for additional production tax credits to accelerate domestic manufacturing of solar panels, wind turbines, batteries, and critical minerals processing. And what does that sound like to you? To me, it sounds like they're giving your taxes away to companies to do with what they will. Will there be oversight? 
there was no oversight of the billions of dollars that we gave to Ukraine. Imagine if we had taken that money that we gave to Ukraine, invested it in our own clean energy infrastructure, and didn't have this bloated spending bill that's going to further bankrupt our company. How much more optimistic would the voters be? See, the reason that we don't know, the reason that we're not being told is because they're not doing good things. They're giving billions and billions of our tax money to these companies that will turn around and donate it to Act Blue and to the Clinton Foundation. They will, these companies will do the bare minimum. And they won't be investigated because they're going to give a little piece back to the people that gave it to them in the first place. Not us. No, no, not the taxpayers. We're going to get battery powered go-karts while they get private jets. Is that what you're going to vote for on Tuesday? See, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If we really wanted to do this, if we really wanted to come off fossil fuels, the world would look dramatically different. They're talking about they, they want to bring our emissions down to 2005 levels. <laughs> what have we been doing for 20 years? No, nothing. We've succeeded in nothing. Despite all of this effort to combat global warming and climate change. And now our goal is to get our emissions back to 2005 levels. They want to get us back to the place that we were after we started trying to combat these environmental problems. Do you want to vote for a bunch of these incompetent fools? It's not, I mean, they're not even dumb. I can't, I can't, I can't call them dumb because I don't really believe they're dumb. They're criminals. They're money laundering. They take, they take on in all of our tax money and they write up these bills and they lie. They name it the, Re- the Inflation Reduction Act and all they do is launder this, this tax money back to themselves. Just like they do with the bullet train in California, just like they're doing with the war effort in Ukraine. And who knows what else? They're already putting out the videos. They're putting out the statements and the messages that say, oh, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to count these votes. We might not know. We might not know the results of this election till a few days after. Does that inspire confidence in our electoral system? And why wouldn't they? Honestly. Why wouldn't they steal another election? 
Did they get caught last time? Did people go to prison? Well, maybe a few low-level people. There was actually big news the other day. An election official was fired, not arrested, but fired for uh, using a bunch of fake military ballots in the 2020 election. But hey, it was the uh, most secure election of all time, right? Most secure election of our lifetimes, we were told. And here we go again. Now, now you're seeing that Republicans are concerned. I shared this article on my Twitter from the Epic Times, the headline, Concerns over election security run high ahead of Arizona midterms. Gee, why'd they wait till now? Hey, thanks for listening. Please uh, follow me on social media at EarthVox. Share, rate, and review the show. I'll be back. Goodbye.